La, 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 la. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> I totally lost myself, darlings. Forgive me. Forgive me. For... All right. So, hey guys. <laughs> I am bugging today. I'm so happy. <laughs> because we're talking about sex. My favorite topic in the whole world. In the whole world. Yeah. I'm Elsie Blass, your life and love coach and health psychologist. And today's topic. Today's topic on world news, fire, love, and passion, and desire. All right, so today's topic is coming on a regular basis. Now, I'm going to put lotion on my hands, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> it's just that I just wash my hands, and I always put no lotion on my hands. I do have a tidbit when you, if you're going to uh, definitely stroke your partner, uh, wash your hands, don't put lotion. You'll be tasting it in no time and it doesn't usually taste the best. Ugh. I mean, you know, sometimes you gotta do it and play it off, you know what I mean? But alternatively, washing your hands, getting the lotion off is beneficial to stroking, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> today is gonna be a very fun episode because I'd be on that serious bullshit sometimes in my podcast and, um, that is just a little glimpse of who I am when you hear me talk serious uh, most of the time because I am like, I'm real happy and like fun and just like keeping it high vibe, you know, um, and just being excited about life, right? And passion. And so I'm super excited right now. And today's leg day. No better day to talk about sex, love and passion and desire and coming. Uh, except on a day where you have leg day. I do encourage uh, the optimal pleasure during leg day because then when you go to the gym, you can definitely keep your focus and or wait till after to have your pleasurable moments so that you can kill it at the gym because you just might need that little extra aggression with you. So uh, it really depends on the day. <laughs> Don't ask me about what I do. But it really depends on the day. So if you're going to come, I encourage you to, you know, sometimes you have to plan it. Sometimes you have to do it before you start work. Just get it right out of your system so you can conquer your day with strength and empowerment. I do encourage that. Well, let's talk about one of my very, 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 very all top number one favorite tips. I'm going to share some things with you on um, giving head. Okay. And now this is toward, it, it, it works the same from a man or from anyone to a female, but specifically when you're going to engage in pleasure and giving it to a man, please listen to this. Brush your tongue and your teeth first. So if you know you're going to wake up and like get at it, just run to the bathroom, go ahead and take care of yourself, your mouth. This is not only because of like having a fresh breath per se, but really the dynamic of this is brilliant. I can't tell you, yeah, I was trying to think and I can't remember when I started to figure this out, but if you brush your tongue, oh my gosh, the amount of lubrication and 
wetness and deliciousness that comes uh, that the that resonates in the mouth once you get started and you're pleasing your partner is phenomenal. It feels so much nicer when the tongue is rubbing against his masculinity. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm laughing because I, I remember, side note, right? Side note, I remember watch uh, me and my mom, my grandma, excuse me, me, me and my grandma when I was little, I think it was about eight or nine or 10. And she was flipping through channels and she didn't go fast a little she didn't she went fast but she didn't go fast enough past those specific channels and she would always laugh like she would laugh and she would look at me and she would like oh like like oh my gosh that's so silly you know like whatever and then she'd go to the next um the next channel up and I guess she was always trying to figure out what channel to place on the tv so I could watch um but I'm, I'm thinking like grandma you needed to know that it was like number 34 for like disney channel or number whatever I don't even know I don't even know if Disney was out at that time, to be honest with you. Um, that's how old I am. <laughs> I was born in 1982. So um, it was somewhere in the 90s. I don't remember, but I remember that she used to laugh it off. So now, uh, you know, if I'm, it always makes me smile now, <laughs> like sex, like I'm like, yay, hi, <laughs> hi. <laughs> um, real giddy with it you know like um all right I was gonna go somewhere else with that but I'll get back to that later on in the show in the episode so right now I really just want to give you this tip it is your your saliva is different when it's fresh when you have cleansed the tongue and please drink some water I love to be able to have like a water bottle nearby and you know just in case either of you get thirsty um you know, be careful with your breathing and your panting during because if your mouth gets dry, your vagina gets dry. So that's a, a good real like tip for you um, when you're engaging in sexual activity. So I just wanted to share that with you as well. All right. So now let's one of the questions I received was how many times should I come in a week? Now, that's a little bit tricky because it really depends on the person, how high your sex drive is. So for instance, uh, I was in a partnership where that person only needed or only wanted to or had time to have a release uh, once a week. They were open to twice, but initially all I was going to receive was once a week. Now, um, my own personal story once a week is not going to cut it. <laughs> it's not going to cut it. Um, so, you know, sometimes you have to, if you're in a, in a partnership with someone, you might have to wait. Like if they're like, oh, you know, I don't want if you please yourself, but I'd rather you kind of like save it, you know, hold it for me. I want to do it with you. I want to take care of you. I want to, so, you know, you can come to some, some form of agreement. Um, I do believe that openness in a relationship is very, very important. So, you know, if, if you're, if you're with her and you're like, you know, I want you to save it for me, baby, you know, she can like hold out for you or vice versa, you know, so you guys can have that time to have pleasure together and make sure that both of you are coming. Of course, FaceTime is a phenomenal tool and video. Uh, I love that as being an option. You can send that to your partner, especially if there's some distance between the both of you. Um, what's really great is Snapchat. I think it's a phenomenal tool that you can use to please your partner and to send entertainment videos to them. 
I would rec so that they can come. I do recommend that just be careful you never post those items and be careful, you know, that who you're sending it to. I've never, I have on it, I can honestly say I have never sent, um, you know, those type of materials outside of a relationship. So <clears throat> be really be thought. <sighs> Be really be mindful about this. I guess it really depends on your morals and values as well um, on the spectrum because if I'm just talking to somebody, I won't be sending anything. <laughs> like, that's not happening. Um, you know, when things start to get a little bit more on the exclusive side, maybe right before you guys finally, finally solidify that you want to just date each other, um, that's really up to you. It's at your discretion. I do have colleagues or friends that, well, I don't have any friends that do it, but I have I had no people who will send out material um, before there's any there's been any uh, solidification between partnership. It's usually because they're already in love with that person and there's some form of exclusivity or they've been previously in a relationship with that person, so that person kind of already knows their body and already has been interacting with them, I do not recommend you sending material to people um, who don't have any type of faithfulness to you because you will feel like it's when if it, if it closes without your knowledge or without your desire, you'll definitely feel like a piece of you has gone and you won't feel right about it. Uh, it will be more subconscious. Sometimes it's conscious, so it really depends on if you pick up on it or not. Uh, I also don't recommend you coming to someone who, um, okay, now this is going to get tricky. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, so if you have a crush on someone and you desire to fantasize, that's okay. I, I totally agree with those things. Um, however, know that it, be, it creates a kind of bond, if you will. So let's say you desire to come to someone who's really turned you on. You have this, you know, you just feel something with this person and they, they just excite you in a different way. They stimulate you, not only your body, but your mind. I mean, it's just like really getting to you. Um, I want you to be careful if you come to them because you just might create more fantasies, more desires for something that you won't even be able to fulfill. It could be leading yourself on in a sense because you're not voicing anything or reaching out uh, to create that bond or connection. So there's just some thoughts there. And then, of course, if you're in a relationship and someone else triggers those desires in you, it really depends on the bond that you have with your partner. If you guys are have this open-mindedness, open type of relationship where you both are, are able to think about someone else and fantasize about someone else, then hey, that's go for it. You know, that's between the both of you. If other partnership, if you're in a partnership where it's more exclusive and you know you're saving your cum for each other and it's more exciting and enriching in that way and that dynamic depending on your personality and uh, the way you want your relationship to go then I encourage that as well so it really depends on where you stand as a person your values your rules and there's I can't really tell you that there's a right or wrong way there there are some skewed lines that I could go over with you if you have questions um, and initially 
you definitely want to make sure that you feel good about your decisions and your choices and your interactions when you're in the process of coming. Okay? I hope that helps. So um, how many times should I be coming a week? It really depends. Like I said, uh, I was in a partnership where, you know, he was kind of satisfied with once or twice. I mean, I remember it being, you know, early on in the week and I was like, hey, uh, you know, when are you going to give me something that good, good? And he was just like, oh, you know, Saturday, you know, like this weekend. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's Tuesday. <laughs> like that's so long. And we live in the same house. Like, you know, it's not like you're traveling and I got to try to catch you online, you know, <laughs> like it's, it's more, it, yeah, talk about dissatisfied, <laughs> you know what I mean, so, yeah, there, then you have to decide whether or not you need to take care of yourself to allow the alleviation of the body to subside from the, you know, sometimes you get wet from, you're just like wet, and you, you, if you came, then you'd be less wet in that moment because it's like this, it hasn't been so many days, you know, this is like this build up, if you will. So definitely, I want you to understand that the body has a mind of its own. It has desires and cravings. There's chemicals, of course, that are released. And it really also has a lot to do with the exposure that you have online or uh, in general, right? So if you have a lot of exposure to sexual content, sexual materials, or nakedness, especially Instagram, you know, there's a lot of like girls half naked and stuff like that, or pretty much naked. So if you have a lot of exposure, your body is definitely going to want sex more. So it, we can't really see if you have a high or a sex drive or a low sex drive or a media, uh, medium type of sex drive, because we haven't really been able to balance it on the scale and really give it the research that it deserves, such as how much exposure, if you eliminate some of the exposure of the content that you are viewing, then your sex drive will may or may not go down, but we would need weeks of, of processing. You can try this on your own if you are tempted to really truly understand your body and who you are and your sexuality, you can start to remove uh, some of the content and exposure so that you can really truly identify what level of sex drive you might have. <clears throat> also, excuse me, it really also depends on how you feel about your partner if you're in a partnership. So if you're in a partnership, you know, depending on if your partner is open to a lot of sexual activity or at least, a, you know, a good amount, if they're dressing a certain way at home, you know, during certain times that might create a longing for you or a desire or triggering you to want to implement some kind of connection. And then of course, you have a lot of thought process in that. So if you're thinking about, if you're in partnership, right, if you're thinking about your partner and you're desiring your partner and you miss your partner or you compliment your partner, the more you compliment your partner, the higher your desire and your sex drive will be. Just to let you guys know, that's another tidbit. So if you're really wanting both of you to engage in sexual activity a little bit more often, definitely up the ante on those affirmations because both bodies will respond to the affirmations and the desire and the passion will be available to you. So, um, you know, how many times a day? I mean, if you're, if you're coming, there's, there's probably, there's, there'll be in all honest, right. In all honesty, there may be a day where you're just like, I'm like feeling like hot and bothered, like all day long, you know, 
And it could be that kind of day. Don't judge that day. That's a good day. That's a day that you should feel excited and happy about because you're like wanting to get it in, you know? And um, it's like, I'm going to the gym three times today, you know, four times today. And then of course, there's the other spectrum of it where you might not even feel interested in having any kind of interaction that day. You know, that just might be the case as well. And you can honor that also. It really depends on what kind of day you have. So, you know, starting to count the amount of times in a week, kind of be aware of it, but don't be so stressed about it. I would say it's really about, again, your exposure, your desires, your partnership, how it's going, what kind of situations you both are encountering at that time, and whether or not you're going to desire more or less of that, of, you know, being able to come. And then all right, so I'm back. I had to I had to take a call from my client. It's very important. So I'm back. Um, okay, so I was sharing with you where I was going to go next was the benefits of orgasms. I am in my office and it's raining, so you may or may not hear the sounds outside. All right. So here are some benefits. An orgasm before bed may help you snooze. So it's a great way to get your body to relax, to be calm. Once you reach that climax and you get that rush, that feel-good chemical like the oxytocin and you know the endorphins are known for it to be a pain, a natural pain reliever. The oxytocins are the love hormone. Okay, so you get those surging through your body. It helps to calm you down. The endorphins may help to sedate you. It's definitely worth a try. It's worth the exploration. I can only tell you. <laughs> All right, numero dos. Regular orgasms could help help with sneezing. I know that's a bit strange, but it helps fight off diseases. The white blood cells are known to increase into the body. Researchers have surveyed uh, college students to provide frequency of their sexual encounters and collect saliva samples. So research around allowing this to be a health benefit to you is definitely something that you want to consider. So having regular orgasms, uh, whether they are what I call self-pleasure or uh, your partner is engaging in that pleasure, either way, it's going to take care of the body and help alleviate um, health concerns. All right, so Happy endings may help alleviate pain. I love to offer this as a collective tool for you, and I'll just dive into this uh, really quickly. When you massage your partner, I, and here, here's the thing, I want you to, I want to encourage you, you know, whether you are in a partnership or not, I want you to start to gravitate toward massaging your partner, placing your hands on your partner's body and alleviating tension and discomfort, maybe some stress in the body, and then closing it out with a happy ending. Go ahead and give your partner the pleasure that your partner deserves and, um, and do it good. <laughs> We're going to get into, I'll just jump in right now just to, just to get it done because I really want to talk about this and I don't want to 
to miss out on this opportunity to share this with you. When you are pleasing your partner over a long period of time, I want you to change things up a little bit. So if you go to provide oral sex and it's consistently the same, I want you to start to switch it up over time. You know, every time you get in there, it doesn't have to always be the same exact way that you did it last time. The, you know, her legs or his legs or their legs go into certain positions every single time, same time, you know, switch it up a little bit, switch up your tone, switch up your wording, things you say to your partner, you know, get a little bit fresh and flirty, um, don't lick the same way all the time, you know, switch it up, then stroke this way and move it this way, you know, add some variety and you kind of already know what, uh, which version of what you do your partner is like fully intense with, but, you know, switch it up sometimes to add that additional pleasure and that diversity. Um, one of my secrets, if I dare share, is to switch up your tone and your sounds. Um, you know, it just allows for pleasure and diversity within the relationship. I hope you get what I'm saying, you know, a little bit high pitch, a little bit lower pitch, you know, play with the pitch of your tone, the the words that you say, the way you say it, extend words, extend uh, emotion in your sounds, in your tones, and really add this entertainment type of environment and of course you don't have to do it all the time right like that's not what this is about create balance but this is just kind of to switch it up over time if you have a long-lasting relationship I think that it would be fun so yeah I think it's nice and I think it's nice for you uh, to say something during I you know oh god I gotta show this with you guys it's so juicy <laughs> My friend came over the other day and she was like, she was like, okay, so I was, I was, I went down on him and I was like, okay. And she's like, and as my head was tilted just a little bit and the light from outside was coming through the window and it was reflecting off of my jawline, he was like, I mean, she was saying, you know, he was just like touching my jaw and touching the side of my face. And he was like, you're so fucking beautiful. And I was just, her, her and I were both like, oh. So, you know, of course, girls, right? We're like, this. oh my gosh, that's oh my god, he said that. Oh my god. Um, and she's like, Yeah, because you know, we both have that jawline, you know, and I'm like, Yes, we do, don't we? I was like, Well, you're a light outside, hit hit your angle, Lee, just right. <laughs> so, um, but it's so nice to have someone say that to you. It encourages you to give more of the same, right? To give more experiences to be more flirtatious, to feel more sexy, to feel more confident in your movement when you're interacting with that specific person because they've given you affirmations that show that they are pleased by what they see, they're pleased by what they have, they, they're pleased by, their by your touch, they're pleased by the experience, uh, the encounter that they're having with you. So, or that they've had with you. So go ahead and give those affirmations during your mouth. Uh, when your partner pleases you, your body releases more juices, right? You're going to have more saliva. You're going to have more wetness because your five senses are now being motivated, Okay, motivated by thought, motivated by action, motivated by words, motivated by touch, motivated by movement in that interaction. So 
with that being said, you definitely, um, here's a tip. I just gotta say this so bad. (laughs) If he rocks facial hair, buy him a really good uh, beard face wash or, you know, facial hair wash as a little gift and put a little bow on it and you know just kind of be flirty with it leave a little note that says you know for those times where uh where you where you go down or whatever you know like like hey like afterwards you can take care of yourself and i think it's a cool little treat to be able to do that um so think about think about ways to be a blessing to your partner be flirtatious be thoughtful and tie in your sexual encounter and experience because i think that that also encourages future occurrences and behaviors that will really motivate your bond to transform and to take place and uh so yeah i wanted to share that with you before i forget before i forgot it's so important it's just so important and um dare i even i was going to advertise for someone but i probably should ask permission first so um i will wait and possibly ask permission there's a specific brand that um is green because those are you know really important you know you guys know me i'm into like organic and clean products and stuff like that so i'm going to ask uh the owner first when the time is right maybe the time is not right right now um yeah so anyway that's just a thought go ahead and purchase a product that may be useful for you um or your partner to extend cleanliness you know, either before or after your interactions and your delicious encounters. All right, so another thing I want to share with you as far as the benefits of orgasm is a couple of orgasms a week may even help you live longer. So because it has the feel-good, you know, uh, chemical, the oxytocin, it lowers your blood pressure, decreases heart disease risk. You know, a 10-year study was conducted by a British British researcher, and this was something that I found online in a blog post, so I can't even tell you if this is a peer-reviewed um, article, so please don't take this one particular notion as face value, but according to them, a British, British research study uh, showed that the relationship between orgasms and mortality was, you know, was very uh, dominant and prominent. Uh, So, you know, take that into account that having multiple uh, orgasms a week, that's two, that's a minimum of two, a week helps you to live longer. So get coming, please. I I encourage you to come. (laughs) I encourage you to come like real soon. Um, Minimum, you know, I would say according to research, according to research, right? Like I, I have to really dive in a little bit deeper in order to see what a minimum would be for health factors in general. But I truly don't believe that one is enough. I mean, you must be really busy working real hard, low sex drive, uh, you know, low encouragement, um, or you just haven't been intimate in a while so things just kind of dried up i've i encountered a gentleman who hadn't hadn't released himself in a year and he was just like i can't even remember like i forgot all about that even being an option like he was just he totally got busy with life uh busy with work you know wasn't really in a relation wasn't in a relationship 
just working, going home, daily routine, gym, interaction, interactions with friends, and, and that was pretty much it. So um, don't let that happen. Don't let that happen. Go ahead and have those pleasurable moments to um, to stimulate the body and allow the body to relieve itself of those juices. It will definitely boost boost in testosterone levels. It helps to beat inflammation that's built up in your social life. Powerful pain reliever, reduction of stress, relaxed lifestyle, keeping in good shape. I mean, it's actually healthy. It's also known to be healthy for your skin, to have healthier skin, glowing and clear. Honey, you got to get coming. I encourage you to come today. I remember being on the phone with, and he was a friend of mine, and he was like, I remember him saying, oh my gosh, and I just, he's like, I just need to come right now. And I'm like, well, maybe you should. And he was like, well, I have you on the phone. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I only do that with females, not with guys. It's, uh, you know, I don't, I don't do it for the sake of, for them, you know, so they don't get it twisted. Like, I, mm-mm, no, thank you. We're going to hang up. <laughs> so I told him, I was like, um, no, we're going to hang up. You do, you go take care of your business. When you, when you get your mind right, when you get clear, because he, he was trying to conduct business and he was just, his mind wasn't clear. And I'm like, I think you, when was the last time you came? And, you know, he, he, he told me and I was just like, yeah, <laughs> you about that. Um, you need to get clear and go handle your business. Take care of that. When you get clear, you call me back. And he was like, all right. So he took care of that. You know, I, I don't remember how long it was because I kept moving out with my day. I was actually doing uh, running errands. And um, and then he called me back and we were talking and he was like, yo, <laughs> I feel so much better. I'm like, okay, that's what I'm talking about. Now your next steps might not come to you at this very moment, but just give it a little bit because now that you're clear and you've relieved yourself, you're going to be able to see straight. <laughs> you know, like maybe you just need to see straight. And um so yeah, I can't tell you who he is, sorry. <laughs> My confidentiality level is like on the hundreds. Like I'm super high on confidentiality. Um, but he's definitely a well-known artist and business man. So um, but just to just to let you guys know, I mean sometimes you need to clear your headspace. So you have to take care of yourself. Again, you know, it really depends on the relationship you have with your partner because if you're in a partnership, you know, that may or may not be a concern. Most guys don't really care if they're, you know, if you're in a heterosexual relationship or a gay relationship, most men don't care if you take care of yourself. Um, they encourage it. So if you want to take care of yourself in front of your partner, that's also encouraged. And you guys can make that a playful time of having orgasms and playing with each other. I think it'll be actually delicious for the relationship. And I totally encourage that as well. All right. So two things I wanted to take, um, I wanted to answer the question of how many times should you come a week? So we got that covered, right? And then, of course, share some health benefits with you. And, um, yeah. So I hope that that has been helpful for you. I want you to come on a regular basis. Go ahead and, you know, take your journey to another level with self-pleasure. And if it's against your values 
for some of you, it may be against your values to conduct self-pleasure, then I encourage you if you're in a relationship to allow that to transform and transpire. If you are single and you are concerned about pleasing yourself, there may be some concerns because most men need a visual stimulation in order to conduct self-pleasure to uh, stimulate the eyes and then stimulate the other parts of the body, the other muscle groups that provide the orgasm. Uh, in that instance, if that's something you're trying to refrain from, you know, visual images, things like that, you can definitely use your imagination to take you to that level. Although, depending on who you're desiring to consider to think about during that time frame may or may not be of service to you. So think about who you're deciding to choose to connect with on a spiritual level, even if they're not in the room with you, because you can definitely connect to someone that you don't really want a connection with per se, but you just wanted that moment of intimacy. With men, the way their mind is made, they live more in compartments. Things go in boxes and groups in their mind. So one box is family, one box is sex, one box is work, one box is, you know, this and that. And where a woman, her mind, most women, their mind is made in like a spaghetti bowl. Everything's just jumbled up into one. So, you know, they could be having sex with you and thinking about how they need to wash clothes or dishes or, you know, if they're if their nipple is, you know, on point right now, you know what I mean? Like, depending on where you are. I mean, I've never thought that, but I don't know why I even said that. But they can start thinking, what I'm saying is they start to think about their body and how it looks and if it's okay, do you like it? Um, do you like this position? Do you like this pose? You know, there's a lot of thoughts that go on in a woman's mind most of the time. So, you know, saying those wonderful Pleasurable affirmations can definitely alleviate her concerns during the interaction in which you are both trying to encourage you both, you know, to reach that climax. Uh, consider that. Ladies, if you have a complex about certain parts of your body during the time of intimacy, that is really not the time to think about it because you will dry up during uh, in your interaction and also, it starts to fuck with your head, and you really can't give it the best that you've got. So, you know, throw your hair back or whatever. Just get sexy. Get feeling confident with yourself. Start to practice when your partner is not around or before you even get into a relationship with someone so that you understand your body dynamic and how you want to move and how you want to feel and feel the sexuality and the intimacy prior to the actual encounter so that you're ready and motivated during that time frame that's what i have for you my loves i hope you enjoyed some of these truths and some of the stuff that i shared with you to be honest with you i just knew we had to talk about coming and i really didn't have a plan on what to say i just knew i wanted to speak so i hope that this was of service to you i've been lately really trying to give the content that you deserve as well as saving time uh, for editing prop uh, processes and also, you know, sitting there writing up a show. Um, I want more freedom in my life and more relaxation. And I've just been doing different things to be better of service to you and also provide quality work as well as 
being a little bit more free in my movement, in my podcast, and in my speaking engagements, and in my coaching, and in my practice. I feel that it's been beneficial, so I hope again that you enjoyed this podcast. Please leave your feedback if you have a moment. Send me some feedback by emailing info at lcblast.com. I do have a private email, but I can't give that out, sorry. Um, so that's the work one. My assistant will see that one. So if you want more of a private interaction to share your thoughts on this specific topic, then definitely hitting me up on one of these social pages and DM me and the private messages will be of service to our interaction so we can continue to keep the conversation going. Let me know your thoughts. If you like this podcast episode, give a five-star rating, share it with your friends, visit smartlovemoves.com and get going to joining the mission on sharing smart love moves with your family and friends so that we can all collectively go higher and choose the right moves to make in our interactions with people places and things i'm elsie blast your life and love coach and health psychologist and i will talk to you all next time thank you again for joining me today on smart love moves love you guys take care bye